welcome to episode seven of North Dakota After Dark. It's nice that it's getting a little later in the season because it's now actually after dark when we're starting. So it feels a little more on brand to me. I'm Kyle and I'm joined by Kelly and Corey. And our big news this week is that we have a sponsor. Corey, yes, you want to do. give a round of applause? Can you clap in stereo? <laughs> Here's the sound of one hand clapping. <laughs> That's pretty good. I once got the clap on a stereo. Does that count? (laughs) I think it counts. Counts. Right? I don't know. It's technically, I think it counts, but. You know, you you take away something from every relationship, Kyle. That's right. Right. And some things stay with you forever. Well, everybody's getting real deep right away. I like that, you know? (laughs) Let's dig in. (laughs) Uh, What's everybody drinking tonight? Kelly? I'll show you. Hold on. I had to set mine down, but I'll show you because I, I just about spilled it. While she's looking for a drink, uh, oh, boy, she just kicked herself right off camera. I was going to say while while uh, she's grabbing herself a drink, to me, it looks like she's uh, podcasting from the, her childhood bedroom with that little fancy bed in the background. Who, who knows, really? You know what I mean? This joke may be lost on her because she's not it, here. It might be, but... I think with all good jokes, you should repeat it ad nauseum until everyone's tired of it. Well, at least until someone finds it funny. Yeah. Hey, also, hey, <laughs> that's uh, that's what my eight-year-old does. Just keep telling it, you know? Yeah. yeah. She's coming back. We, we can see her. Holy shit. Hey, like, welcome. here I am trying not to spill, and I spill the computer instead. <laughs> so, good Lord in heaven. But you saved the drink. It's canned wine. So, oh, yeah, fancy. and it's got a picture of Italy on it, so you know it's good. Uh-huh. You, yeah. Right. You look yeah. like you're you're coming live from your childhood bedroom right now with that fancy <laughs> headboard. In my bedroom, <laughs> where you can have wine in your room in bed, and nobody can tell you you can't. Nice. Because nice. I'm an adult. That's it's definitely North Dakota after dark. You're going to be yep. broadcasting from your bedroom. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I I my children went with their grandmother to Itasca, so I'm like, I can be anywhere in my own damn house that I want to. So this what what freedom. <laughs> Can you be trusted with that level of freedom? Well, the odds of before this podcast is over, me spilling this wine in my bed and having to change my sheets are really high. So probably no. It's okay. um just because just because there are things you can do doesn't mean you should do them. So I'll take, we'll find out. We'll find I'll out. I'll take most adult reason for changing your sheets you never <laughs> expected. Right. Yeah, I spilled some wine in my bed. Spilled some wine. Yeah. Your bed, huh? I don't have to explain myself to you. Oh, right. <laughs> um, this is a bit of a personal question, but is this your first wine of the evening? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, like I said, said children have left. So uh, the toasted frog was where the first wine started and this just continued on. And so yeah. now that we're in episode seven, I think what we're going to do is casually bully Corey by referencing conversations we're having that Corey's not included in. Is that right? I like it. Fair? Right. I like it. Yeah. I do too. So, Corey, now that we're going to talk to you. Yeah. What are yeah you doing? I'm here. Uh, Kyle? Oh, Corey's here. <laughs> oh, I didn't see you there, Corey. Oh, I'm having a lifetime of bullying uh, year, in years past that's all flashing back in front of my yeah. eyes right now. Middle it's, school, man. Yeah, the cool exactly. kids are finally this letting me hang. Because if this was a high school situation, I'd be a foreign exchange student. And if you're getting bullied by the foreign exchange student, things are rough. That is true. I thought of you today. 
um, because I I saw on the news and I knew nobody could probably like discuss it. Did you see Justin Trudeau and his wife are separating? I have uh, been sending a an embarrassing amount of snaps to Sophie who will not answer me. So this is my one chance. You know what I mean? <laughs> Here it is. Yeah. Time to shoot your shot, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> to Justin Trudeau? Well, Ooh. that was this. Okay, so I was gonna say on Twitter, but it's now X because I'm yeah. with the Times. So, and it actually scared me when I looked at my phone and I see an app on my phone with just the letter X. I'm like, yeah. what did my children put on okay. here? Like, that's this is. And I clicked on. I'm like, oh, that's right. It's Twitter. Elon Musk just decided to get all you know creative and named it X, which I I just don't care for. But on uh, the app formerly known as Twitter that there was a lot of speculation as to if uh, Trudeau's next romantic interest would still be of the lady persuasion. A lot of people seem to have some uh, gaydar about Justin Trudeau. So now, Corey, can you give the lawyer disclaimer that everything we say is prefaced by allegedly, allegedly, yeah. allegedly. And like I said, this wasn't me saying it. These were these were the, the trash people that talk on Twitter. You know, it's yeah. it's where I go. Like to, me. Yeah, right. So <laughs> that, you know, this wasn't me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cop to it. I just read it and now I'm repeating it. The views expressed on the North Dakota Africa podcast are of the podcast are as well, and that they should not be necessarily taken towards anyone's <laughs> personal employment or to be the written opinions or stated comments of pull tab sports. There you go. It. That's why I have you guys. You guys are familiar <laughs> with the law. All right. That's I I don't need to know it because you know yeah. it. That's my dream is to have a billboard that says Kyle Kozier, attorney, but attorney in quotes. Just to <laughs> attorney. Yeah. So, Corey, what are what, you drinking? What does that mean? Oh, do I, I get to hang out now? Yeah. I'm so excited. Sure. I'm just going to spill my beer all over my bed because I'm also oh, broadcasting spoiler alert. Bed. I got kicked out of my office tonight. So, because my kids want to play video games. Jerks. I am drinking, Kyle, a Natty, natty Daddy. Natty Daddy. That my, natty Daddy. Who I thought was my friend Kyle dropped off when I moved into my brand new home. It is uh, 8% alcohol by volume, and this podcast can only go downhill from here. That's I'm going right. to drop you off two Mick Goldens tomorrow just for that. <laughs> Sir, Jerk. I hate you. Yeah. Why are you thinking about a trash beer right now? trash beer because i can um you know all of this proves to be a very good segue but before we do that we are going to announce our sponsor which is yes. Endry's construction we're super happy to have him on board uh yes. sean Endries is the proprietor of said construction company they do residential and commercial they do design build they do all kinds of good stuff uh, I've had the pleasure of using uh, some of their facilities, Andrews Construction. We did uh, the entryway and bathrooms at Holy Family Catholic Church. And so every time I'm late for mass and still have to go to the bathroom, I can see their handiwork. Very nicely done. Andrews yes. Construction, we're building something here. That's right. Thank and you, Sean. We so appreciate you. And it's a wonderful business. I actually had the pleasure of... Um, seeing Sean's lake cabin this last weekend. I was over there with my family and Sean did the remodeling on it and it is gorgeous. Yeah. Um, he, Very nice work. He's a guy with an eye for detail. So yeah. um, uh, great sponsor to have. And Don't... tremendous family, tremendous hockey family. 
Right. And uh, we will have Sean as a guest on the podcast, has interesting uh, hockey background, uh, not only coach, but has kids coming through the system uh, and kids playing in different parts of the system too. So I think we'll provide a real good, uh, real good perspective on what's going on in North Dakota hockey. Hey, and don't sleep on that uh, beautiful uh, shooting room they built for uh, Grand Forks Youth Hockey. Just a great facility and Actually, Endry's Construction Services has been uh, working on some remodels for storage in uh, one of our premier hockey facilities in Grand Forks. So, just some nice, nice work there. And uh, what what he's always said: if I'm if I'm gonna sponsor a podcast, it's going to be yours. Yeah, right. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, we appreciate it. So, uh, again, a lot of the things that have been teased out here have been sort of Canada related. And I would note that uh, I think Sean. Uh, also has had the pleasure of dealing with um, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police on a speeding ticket one time uh, at a hockey tournament. So we can ask Sean about that when he comes on. Uh, Kelly mentioned uh, Justin Trudeau. Um, I mentioned that I'm an exchange student. And one of the big uh, hockey stories today, I'm kind of throwing this at you guys kind of blind, is there is um, bubbling anticipation that the five members of a former Team Canada World Junior Program are going to be uh, named and possibly charged for a uh, sexually related crime a number of years ago. And apparently they're, quote, name NHLers. So um, big news in Canada. It hasn't really filtered down here too much. Uh, but that one, again, a little premature to talk about it right now, but maybe on the next episode, we'll discuss it. Just because, and one of the reasons I wanted to discuss it um, you know, one of the more serious topics we'll get into is, you know, we all have boys that are playing hockey and one of the pitfalls. And again, I mentioned that, you know, work as an agent and advisor and one of the, uh, we like to call our girlfriend a career threatening injury. Um, and as <laughs> players get older and become teenagers and, and young men, um, you know, get involved in different relationships and, you know, sometimes navigating that as really as any higher end athlete, but, you know, sometimes, especially as hockey players can be, uh, you know, especially difficult too. So we'll touch on that a little bit more in, in you know, uh, when we want to really bring the room down, you know, the more, right. you know, but right. for today, that sounds like a bummer. Yeah. I'm drinking a whiskey soda lime in a branded cup. Ooh, Ooh. I, I do have my branded. Oh, Corey, on. there you go. How's it fit? Yeah. Uh, Kyle, I saw the shirt when it dro was dropped off at my house and it said an adult medium. And I was personally upset that you would believe I'm such a small human being to need an adult medium. No, no, no. I'm going to get this all out, Kyle. Yeah. And then I put the shirt on and realized it fit me perfectly. <laughs> yeah, it fits. Absolutely perfectly. I, I, my, me and my 12-year-old and my niece, another 12-year-old, labored over this. It's And she said, she has a good eye. She's like, you know what? These look real big, Uncle Kyle. Go a size <laughs> down. I went a size down. Got you a medium. Kelly, did you try yours? I did. Um, and mine worked as well. Uh, I am flattered that you would think I'm a small. It was like, I was like, oh my God. Um, your wife is a small. I'm a bigger girl than her, but it did fit. So okay. your knees you called it one. right. Because at first I saw I'm like, mm, this might not work, but it was it, it fit like a glove. It was perfect. So okay. your niece, think, uh, yeah. she's got a good I, eye. I would typically... Uh, yeah. So I, yeah, it's good. That's but hard though. That's, happy, you know what I mean? That's hard to shop for a woman. Cause we just saw the parallel there. Yeah. Corey, Corey was upset. You got him a medium Yeah. because men don't like when you downsize them and women don't like when you upsize them. So it's, 
Kyle, there's it's a, no- it's, it's a veritable minefield. It is. Yeah. There's nothing medium about Corey. <laughs> Three minute Corey. Same reaction that every female in my life has ever given me at that statement. <laughs> oh my God. It's wonderful. It's a good lead, lead up though. I, I have, a, I've got it. Uh, so I, I'm going to derail Kyle as I like to do to get into the Corey's grievances corner. So I've got some axes to burn here. Uh, Axe to burn number one is, you know, we start this podcast talking about how you finally let me be part of it. And that that was kind of you both. I I appreciate it. I I want you to know I took my, I I was so appreciative when Kyle dropped off some beers to me in my new locale saying, welcome to the neighborhood, because I now live close-ish to Kyle. And I want you to know, this may be the shittiest beer I've ever drank in my life. Wow. Oh, it's freaking horrible. So not a good time to announce Natty Daddy is our sponsor. No. (laughs) If they ever, Mick Golden and Natty Daddy have been excluded. Like, um, Speaking of that, I uh, was pressured into buying a six pack of a beer just called Dale. Dale's Uh, Pale Ale. Dale's Pale Ale. It's, I think it's awful, Corey. I've got two left. I'm going to drop one of those off for you. You Thank you. We'll we'll have Corey reviews the beer segment. So I'll give you a Dale's Pale Ale. And see what you think, because it is. It reminds me a lot of Natty Daddy. This beer tastes like it was a single beer left in my trunk for about six years. Yeah. Between <laughs> blistering heat and freezing cold. And then I took it out, poured it through a coffee filter of crap, and then I drank it. It's just terrible. That's Some graphic. People, right. You know, I mean, that might be aged to perfection, but in your case, it's not. So, yeah, is, um, uh, ugh. We we it's have mentioned flavor. <laughs> it, it was a choice. Someone made a choice. I know one person that's tried Natty Daddy that likes it, and we've referenced him before. Um, so if anybody's keeping a canon or like a list of you know words mentioned, and I'm sorry if you're doing this, but who knows? Um, our friend Danny Green, I gave him one once for his birthday, and he's like, "Hey, I like this. Hey, I got a hey. double hey out of it." Did you buy a case of this and you're slowly giving this away to your worst enemies? <laughs> yeah. No, I buy I buy 12 Someone every summer in Michigan. House. And the la- that 12 beers last me again. I go wire to wire. Yeah. I, I yeah. want to tell Just you, I've, slowly give it away. In my entire lifetime, I've never not finished a beer. This might be happening right this here might on be this it, podcast. Huh? Yeah, that's okay. Woo. Do your best, Corey. That's all we yeah. ask for. You know what I mean? I'm going to fight. Sounds like okay. someone needs a canned wine. Yeah, right. actually, you know, um, w- without giving away too much, when when Kelly and I have our um, pre-show meeting that we don't invite you to, that's all we say. That's our chant. We just hope Corey does his best. Yeah, he's gonna do great. Yeah. More is best. Yeah. Also, Kelly's things best. that have been said about me by females before. <laughs> we just, just hope Corey hope does, does his best. best. That's all we hope for. Yep. I'd like to say aim high, but of course that might be also something ladies say. That's true. College flashbacks. Yeah. Um, so as you know, um, I, I guess maybe you guys know, nobody else knows. I have trouble saying no to any venture. So I have like 98 jobs. Um, one of those is the consultant for an architecture firm. And I was putting together some information about what hockey, hockey players specifically think about different facilities and what they think about it as a prospective student athlete, what they think about it as a current player, you know, and as they go from, you know, freshman to senior, 
that kind of thing. Um, and the reason I'm bringing this up, you know, we're in North Dakota. We're, you know, lucky enough to have the Ralph Engelstad Arena here wow. in town. Um, you know, one of the nicer facilities in, in college hockey. Um, anybody want to take a stab at what the younger, you know, the guys currently going on visits and the guys about to go on visits, what their number one thing they look for in, in the facility might be. I find found this terribly surprising. Uh, size in, in the, the rink itself board. in the rink like what they were looking touring the facility what they were specifically looking for what they are hoping to see jumbotron size i might say i might say the locker room facilities like like the you know just like all the plushiness in the locker room that's a hundred percent what i thought going in and but Corey, you're a little closer they wanted to see the seats and the the seats the ice surface and if whether or not it was a bowl they don't want to play in a rink that's just on the side. They want a full bowl with actual seats. Wow. And I see. Guess, I would have thought, you know, the locker yeah. room since they spend so much time there. And right. You know. and that's what the older kids say. You know, the upperclassmen are like, hey, I want nice stuff. I want a place to eat, do my homework, all this stuff. The kids. Can, and so I pushed a couple of kids on this. And I'm like, why? They're like, well, I want to imagine myself playing there. And if I imagine myself with seats on one side, it's not as fun because I have already have that at high school or junior or wherever I'm at. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I suppose so, it's kind of an energy thing too, you yeah. know, like a bowl for as far as players go, it's going to create like a better energy in the arena. Yeah. So I can see that. I really yeah. could. It, it made sense after the explanation. But again, like had you asked me going in, there's no chance I ever would have pulled that out of my hat. That that's what no, they were. No, me either. I wouldn't have guessed that they would have cared. The, the, the big like Megatron though, like for the thing, that's a good guess to Corey because, you know, kids now, especially the graphics are huge. Yeah. So they want, yeah. you know, being on that big screen is important to them. I, I just got back from a baseball tournament in Williston, as we said from the last one, um, where they took, we had to send in pictures for every kid so they could put them on the field's jumbotron when they were at bat. Oh, man. Yeah. And I'm like, really? 14-year-olds need this? Oh, that's okay. just the right age. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, they are so interested in themselves at 14. It is amazing. Yeah. Big time. That's that's a big, big age for being obsessed with yourself. Yeah. 14. Yeah. I keep do them, do your players have like walk up music? That's mm, one that I hear about a lot too. That that's very important is your walk up music. If I would allow it, most of them would want it. But we did it one time because the moms insisted at twelve u that we have it, and it became such a distraction that I killed it because yeah, the kids I, were more interested in listening to their walk up music than taking their at bat, <laughs> which is not shocking. I do not believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they're just sitting there with their bed. You can't no, see this no. on the podcast, but I'm shaking my head and my hands furiously to the beating yeah. music, not paying attention. Yeah, well, you fake it till you make it, you know. Sometimes there's a lot of fake in it. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. things have been said. Been said. We're wow. We're just really. What would a therapist make of this? I tell you what. This is like the Family Feud version of my life story. <laughs> That's a phrase I'm familiar with. That's a funny I, uh, story. In order to keep this very positive, I would note that Corey's very seamlessly transitioned us into baseball without anybody even noticing or batting an eyelash. That's true. And I know nothing of baseball, so that's impressive. 
because like walk up music, that's listen, I'm learning. I'm right. paying attention. I'm learning. So Corey, um, when you ultimately leave us to do a baseball spinoff podcast, are you going to call it North Dakota under the lights? Ooh, you know, Kyle, you, your, your branding has been great. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm yeah. going to, we're going to workshop that. I think it's be me and Midema and we'll have uh, different guests on. We'll just talk baseball. And uh, this is a segue for you to smoothly get me off this podcast. Now I see where you're going with this, Kyle. <laughs> Speaking of smooth, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but uh, velvety, smooth transition. Um, I've actually, <laughs> interestingly enough, I uh, have received a couple of offers to be a fourth and fifth co-host, which is getting crazy. So we're going to turn into The View at some point, in which case I call Whoopi. Okay. I'm not going to be Joy Behar because I think she's a bitch, but um, I'll take anybody else. You know, I'll be Raven Simone if I have to, but not Joy Behar. If you be Raven Simone, I will answer everything you say with that soul, Raven. (laughs) That is so Raven. (laughs) So Raven. And then take a big step. That that is so Raven. As the ranking stereotypical male in this podcast, I have no idea what you people are talking about. The, the view, Corey. Okay. You gotta be more eclectic, Corey. Corey. Yeah. Sorry. I'm gonna get you a TikTok account and I'm I, going to make I'll you report know. in. I will. I will do it. And I'll make you report in with with hours that I want to accomplish in a day because the ladies of the view, they wind up on my it's called it's a little, this is TikTok lingo, Corey. So strap in my FYP, my for you page. And uh, <laughs> but those those ladies at the view and their terrible, horrible opinions on things, they wind up there a lot. So I'll you you'll learn. You'll learn. Yeah. Okay. So I, now let's just I've never heard of Von Dutch hats. Yeah. I've never I, I knew I've heard of the view. I was aware it was some sort of talk show. Um it's the but, worst. Okay. The worst. <laughs> So the things I'm learning here, the things These I'm ladies, learning. they're the worst. Um, so yes, the, definitely the worst. Corey, I was upset in the last episode um, that you did not Google anything. So I'm going to give you a project. Because, right. um, I usually telling... Google stuff when you talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Google yeah. Sophie Trudeau, Justin Trudeau kiss. Yeah. So, I don't want to go. This is my work. It's, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's well worth it. It's well worth it. This <laughs> divorce has been a lot, um, you know, sadly enough, it, it's been a long time coming. Just trying uh, to be a little bit human, uh, but a long time coming. All oh, what, I'm picturing what? is is Corey doing this and then later getting called into an yeah, office to work. Like, hey, Corey, uh, quick sit down with you. We're just kind of going over your Google history and uh, yeah. we're, a little, we're a little worried, a little concerned. Okay, why am I looking at this? Okay, so there, there's one, she's wearing kind of a pink shirt that, they're on a rural setting. They're filming a promo or some kind of video. And then, but they, the camera keeps rolling after the, so the deal is they're supposed to say something, have a quick little kiss and then whatever video mm-hmm. ends. Mm-hmm. She recoils from him in absolute disgust. No. Oh, wow. I, you can that, also, I, if need be, I'll send it to you, but there's also one, if you want to Google Sophie Trudeau, um, Idris Elba. They're at a fundraiser together doing googly eyes at each other. Oh, wow. See, I always have to talk to you about this, Kyle, because like it's now I think most people know Trudeau's prime minister of Canada, but there's also a heavy amount of people that you talk to that like couldn't name the vice president and they live in the United States. So anytime I get these 
these Canadian political posts. I'm like, I need to talk to Kyle about this. Yeah, and that hey, that not, yeah, we're I'm ready at, at any time, especially if it's conspiracy related. I'm I'm into it. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that's gonna be my segue. So one of my soapboxes on youth sports, uh, I usually bring this up via baseball, but sometimes I think it would work in hockey too, but I've recently seen something that would suggest it would not. I thought that, uh, you know, growing up playing baseball, I learned more just running out to the field with a bunch of guys and just playing with no parents there. And I've long thought instead of, you know, some of the intense practices, if we left a bat and a ball and everybody took off and went to the sin bin, sin bin, we're out here. We're ready for another sponsor. Uh, the kids would learn quite a bit doing that. And I thought, hey, maybe the same applies to hockey. Uh, I watched a bunch of uh, new 12-year-olds have a scrimmage monitored. Kelly, you were there at the end. Oh, uh, I was there. By yeah. just, just one mom, and it descended into near madness. It really did. Um, it really so, did. Yeah. And one of the reasons I thought it might be a good thing for the kids to just go out and play and have fun um, and Corey, we, we've been talking about this. And so this is a, a topic. I'm, this is a very, very, very long lead in to an actual topic is about how, how and when parents can burn kids out and what kids might do in response. So in my business, I've seen kids sort of self-sabotage, you know, they might be good players, but they may have been pushed too long or too hard where they like just find a way to get out. Um, so again, more, a little bit more of a serious topic, but wanted to get your thoughts on, how much is too much and, and, you know, what you can do to, you know, and again, I don't think there's a good answer here where it's like a, a clear bright line area where you can be right on one side, wrong in the other, but just wanted to get your thoughts on how much is too much for kids and see where that conversation goes. I think guys, your kid will tell you it's case by case. It's unique to the child, but if you're paying attention and Lord knows we don't always do that well as parents. Your, your kid will tell you in sometimes direct and sometimes subtle ways when it's time to take a break. Um, for example, there might be opportunities that your kid has and the kid says, yeah, yeah, I don't really want to. Yeah. And, and uh, us as parents see these as opportunities we never got. We never had an opportunity for and we can't understand why they're passing up on them. It's because they've done this too much and it's time for a break. If the child isn't asking for more, I think that's a clear indication that you're pushing too hard. And, and let's be real honest here. Most of us, you know, former has-beens or never was, you know, we're, we're trying to give these kids opportunities that we couldn't have at things that we loved or enjoyed, or we believe it's what they love or enjoy. So at the same time that we're, we're providing these opportunities, we need to be able to listen to them when they're saying, you know, maybe it is, maybe I just want to go play baseball this summer. Maybe I want to play football in the fall. Maybe I don't need another hockey season before my hockey season. Or maybe you've got the kid that this is all they want to do. And if those opportunities are there, that they want to run with them, if they're driving the ship, let them drive the ship. Kelly, I'm going to let you uh, give a rebuttal before I award Corey the Eric Fabian Award for Reasonable Answers. Yeah, well, I I mean, I I agree for the most part. I, I just think also that, you know, in watching all this, I think that sometimes too, um, 
anything that becomes too saturated in your life, it loses its sparkle for you. And it loses, you know, I, I think it loses its like creative edge. Like I think these kids, it just becomes so mechanical for them. And they're just skate that, you know, it's not really, it's, you know, they like to be with their buddies. They like to hang out, but they're just not enjoying like even excelling and getting better. And it's just becoming like a job. Anything you do too much becomes like a job. And it's the same for these kids. I know, um, my oldest, um, took the summer completely off um of hockey and i am so glad he did because when he got to go back he was like i could see at the end of last season he was doing everything he was supposed to but he was going through the motions it wasn't it was you could see him just burning out a little bit and he loves hockey it's his favorite thing in the whole world but it was just like he had had enough he'd hit a wall and he'd had enough. And so we were like, okay, let's turn the skates back in and we're not going to be till. So we only actually released a pair because he had a birthday party to go to and he was chomping at the bit to get back. He, and he was, my husband couldn't even get him off the ice at the end of the birthday party. He didn't want to get it off the ice because he had missed it. And I thought, this is good. And you know, it, you, you get these fears as parents where you're like, oh, they'll fall behind. They won't, you know, oh, they're, if they, if we don't have them in this, they're going to lose that skill and everything. I'm glad that we let him take the summer off. He needed it. It, it just helped him. He, he mentally took a break from hockey. He physically took a break. He was still active this summer. So, you know, I mean, he's kind of, I call him my, my border collie of a kid. If you don't run him behind a car, he gets destructive and breaks shit. Um, but, um, it, it, he, he was anxious to go back. So I think that we sometimes have to like, just give these kids a break and hockey does this weird thing where it never the season never ends. If you don't want it to end, you can play hockey 365 days a year. And I don't see many other sports that offer that most other sports have an end point and hockey doesn't have an end point. And it, it's, it's funny too, because when Eric was on last week, I was talking to Matt about how, what Eric had to say. And I said, you know, it's funny I said, because when Eric was talking about, you know, it's not, it's, it shouldn't be a race to 12 if you want longevity in the sport. And so it's okay to let kids have some time off. It's okay to not put them in every single little thing. If that's, you know, not helping, if it's going to burn them out. And I said, that's shouldn't be a controversial opinion, but it is a controversial opinion because you get all these parents that go, Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. Sign my kid up for every single camp. <laughs> because yeah. I just don't want them to fall behind. You know, I just don't want them to, oh, they'll, they'll be way behind. And pre-testosterone, which is where our kids are getting, they all just kind of jump back in. And I couldn't, that scrimmage the other day, Kyle, I couldn't have picked out the kids that skated all summer and the kids that this was their first time back. I couldn't have, if you would have yeah. forced me to do it, I couldn't have told you which ones did. Yeah. Yeah. I know there were several that that was their first time on skates in, in yeah. months and Yep. You no couldn't discernible tell. difference. Right. Because we're, we're in the, the pre-testosterone days anyways. So, I mean, they're all just little boys. And I even kind of like 
not not that I don't think that strength building is a good thing, but to a degree, I also think that we kind of overdo that with with pre-puberic boys because I'm like, they can get a little bit stronger, but how much stronger realistically are they going to get? You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I'm I, all for physical fitness, but yeah. I think some things are overkill. And when I look back when we were little kids, there we we just didn't do that, you know. Yeah. So yeah, this will you know tease my age out a little bit, but you know, my dad would have me go throw bales with my uncle who was a rancher. You know what I mean? Just like just stuff to right. be moving. But yeah, um, you know, the flexibility stuff, quick that that's fine. But like the real heavy weights, I think it gets to be overkill. And and just to follow up on your point, um, the group that skated right after those kids were older, older guys, high school, college, pro, a lot of real unhappy faces. I'm not sure if you saw those kids, but I did. Yeah. I knew a couple of them. So yeah, not, not the faces you'd want to have for kids that are doing something that should be fun. And they're still, you know, they're 19, 18, 19, 20. And but it, it just happy campers. It, it excitement, but anything does that you're doing constantly, you know, I mean, even for adults, it it's nothing, nothing is very fun that you, and, and, you know, I, I appreciate that. And I also think that it, it goes by the kid. There are some kids that get a lot out of summer skating and they come back and they improved and they worked on things that they needed to. I just don't think it's every kid. I, I, and I also think that they're hockey Hockey can do a lot of money grabs where there's opportunities for, you know, oh, don't let your kid fall behind in the summer, you know, and so pay this much and we'll privately train them. And I'm like, before a certain age, I just don't know that I think it makes all the world a difference. But there's hockey has this unique pressure where where parents, you can watch it in parents where they see the anxiety in them that their kid is going to fall behind. They're going to fall behind. They're going to fall behind. And it's like, it probably won't happen. A lot of fortunes have been made on that anxiety. And I'm Corey, I know you want to, I wanted to ask you a question if you don't mind. Um, You you have the oldest boy here, good hockey player, just about to get into that age. Um, And and I'm sure you probably already started to receive the emails about camps and clinics and come out and play in this and and do this and that. And again, that's a, that's a place where, you know, you can drive your kid all over America all summer doing this all the time. And just want to think, you know, one, just to confirm you're into that and, and, and two, what your initial reactions are. And don't be afraid to be a little unreasonable, Corey. Well, the problem with be, with hockey is I don't have the experience that you and maybe Kelly do is that I don't know anything about the sport. And so I'm kind of along for the ride. Um, he's gotten a lot of emails to go to some different camps and he's um, he did try out to be part of tier one hockey and, and tier two. He played tier two hockey in North Dakota last year. Um, he tried out for tier one, didn't make it, was offered a spot in the tier two team. And he actually passed on that. Um, he just said he wanted to play football and he was actually hoping he, um, weirdly enough that he could find a private hitting instructor. Cause he wants, he wants to do some more baseball hitting. He was, he, he loves baseball. Baseball is his first thing. Um, and so I was kind of surprised because the, the tier hockey in the state allows you to travel to national tournaments. And last year, their tier two team did very well at nationals. And I, as the dad, I was kind of sitting back saying, Hey, you know, you, you, you made one of these two teams. I'm excited to watch you play again. He's like, I don't really want to do it. And I'd rather there's some, there are some conflicts with football and there were some conflicts with doing baseball stuff. And he said, I'd rather go after that. And so I'd love to be unreasonable and dumb. It's just, he kind of told me what he wanted to do. And 
I said, okay, because I save a lot of money. <laughs> so there, there's me being cheap or unreasonable. It's like, ah, you don't want, we don't have to spend this money. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, you know, buddy, you're good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't want to do this? You know, we'll be okay. Like once a week hitting the instructor is not going to be anywhere near the cost. Right. I had a, uh, not that it's bad. Opposite. Like I said, there's lots of people who love to do it. We had a great time last year. It's just, yeah. he chose something different this year. And again, the con the conflict scared him. But my son is unique. My son does not transition well between sports. Like if he overlaps two sports, he'll do them both, both poorly. If he does one after the other, he's super linear and he, he wants to either throw a baseball or throw a football or play hockey, not any combination thereof. No kidding. Yeah. He cannot stand doing two sports at once. Huh? That's it's fascinating. Yeah. It's a lot for kids and then throw in school, you know, I mean, summertime is, but, but even then throw in school. I mean, they, we block schedule the hell out of kids these days. We mm -hmm. just do. I'm guilty of it too. I mean, yeah. I I'll do where like we think that there's something wrong with them having like not busy hours, and I'm like, that that's not true. <laughs> I have to remind myself though. I'll do it to my own uh, my oldest jet where I'll think to myself, oh yeah, you can skate here, you can do that, and I'm thinking, put jockeying that kid along. What the hell are you doing? You know, <laughs> like give them a damn break because. You know, everybody needs diffuse time. Yeah, I was doing it tonight, trying to squeeze in an extra skate before we go on vacation. I'm like, do I really need, you know what I mean? Yeah. So everybody gets guilty of it. And, you know, we see it with with older players too, that fear of missing out too, where, you know, I try and talk families off the ledge because like, geez, we, you know, we'd really, we had this family vacation plan, but there's this extra skate in Boston. Should we fly? No, just nobody cares. You know what I mean? You, the kids need to be ready. At, well, I think Eric said this, too, but you know, be ready at 21 or 22 or 23, not at 12 or 13, because, you know, you know, Corey, you may have seen this in baseball, but the best player I remember at 14 or 15 was, I think, out of hockey by 19, just done with it, right? So well, that's the thing that makes us all uniquely hypocrites. Like we can talk about this in the abstract, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're talking the abstract, we're all geniuses, but when it comes down to it, when it's your child, you sometimes will suddenly break your own rules. And so that's oh. your own child. It's it's like when you coach a team with your own child on it, right? You, you're probably crappier to your own kid, right? When Whenever they do anything, it drives you crazy. And no, trust me, I just got done coaching a 14-year-old who can't agree on anything. Um, he drives you nuts the whole time. And there other kids do the same things and you don't care, right? But if you're on the outside end of these things, um, you're saying, well, you know, there are these other camps that you could do that could probably make you better. And, you know, you really should think about doing them. And it's really easy to be a hypocrite. And uh, Lord knows if I failed at that level many times, pushed them where they probably didn't want to. And I didn't listen well, or had, they didn't want to do something. I was like, well, you, you should, because you want to be good at the sport, right? Good people work more. Yeah. And then we're all hypocrites. Hockey parents are the worst hypocrites, the worst. Like, you know, even like, oh, who would pay that kind of money for that camp or that team? Mm -hmm. And then your kid gets offered a spot and, oh, well, yeah, maybe we could do that. You know, it's it's the hockey parent and guilty. I, I'm also guilty. That's that's not judgment. That's that's guilty as well, where it. Um, this is a support theory, cast, too. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's when these opportunities come up, 
then it uh, it takes a different shine. I mean, uh, for instance, I met you guys through spring hockey. My husband swore up and down. Jet was not on the original Junior Sioux because Matt swore up and down. I'm not going to do spring hockey. That's way too. No, 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 no. And Eric, Eric got him. He said, get off your high horse, come play. And, but look, that was one thing where we, Matt came, caved on it and couldn't have been a better experience. I mean, like if we would have missed out on that, that would have been horrible. So sometimes caving on your morals can lead to good things. Hey, you heard it here, kids. Where else would Matt have worn Birkenstocks in the summer and spring? Right. 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 Exactly. He found a place that accepts him and, and his lesbian sandals. He got me to wear Birkenstocks. So right. just, you know, butterfly effect. You guys don't play. I'm what am I, what am I wearing on my feet right now? Right. Think exactly. Devastating. Okay. It's if almost Matt, too much to think about. <laughs> for me, it, to, to be honest, for me, it is. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Just ask Matt tonight what his life would have been like if he never would have met me. Okay. <laughs> that is sentence exactly. I want you to think about this. Yeah, I want yeah. you to think about it real hard. Just, ask him never, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Corey. I cut you off. No, I'm not. the show, too. No, I'm not. We've all established that. <laughs> I'm about as fringe as fringe gets until you find the replacement. You remember that girl on uh, actually Sarah Chalk on Roseanne, you know, they when she just kind of went off and they just found somebody new kind of looked and sounded like her. That's yeah. me. Nobody, nobody mentioned that Becky came back a totally yeah. different person. One of those it's Beckys not, is Canadian, by the way. Really? It's not oh. that nobody puts baby in the corner. It's just that Corey's getting axed by episode 10. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Everyone, yeah. welcome back, Corey. <laughs> That's not Corey at all. His name is Corey. Steve. Sure it is. You sure. okay. <laughs> this is this is very grand folksy, so I apologize, but Corey, you moved on the right side of Belmont, so you're in now. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah. one of the uh oh I completely lost my train of thought there. I do that sometimes. for a second. Well, you know, here, right, since we brought it up earlier, I'll give you something back. Um, I'm going to give you a, a second grinds my gear for the day. And it has yeah. to do with, with your, your former country. So I'm listening to Spotify as I, as I, uh, clean the, uh, gutters in my new house, uh, because they were, uh, overgrown to a point where there was actually trees growing in the gutters. <laughs> and, um, I'm listening, it's an advertisement for Saskatchewan and yeah. Saskatchewan is saying, come see the glorious plains of Saskatchewan and some other crap that I wasn't listening to. And I was like, no, 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 no. We have planes in North Dakota. There aren't planes in Saskatchewan. There's nothing in Saskatchewan. There's nothing hey, to see there. I'm going to tell you, this is a very, very brief hockey story. Um, number of yeah. years ago when our kids were in real little, um, the hockey academy was running up and running at um, in, uh, at the Ralph Engelstad Arena. And we had the North Dakota Selects or the THA selects rather, which was the precursor to team North Dakota. So we, uh, I had a bunch of contacts in Saskatchewan. So we went up and played a bunch of uh, AAA teams um, in Regina and Moose Jaw. We'll skip the Regina jokes just for just for a minute. So we took a bunch of kids up there. Um, Casey Johnson was on the team, a bunch of central guys, Kelly, you probably remember. Yeah. Um, we crossed the border. Uh, we got into Saskatchewan, and Saskatchewan is so flat and treeless. Keep in mind, these are all kids from North Dakota. We've got Bismarck, Minot, North Dakota, or uh, Grand Forks, Fargo, all these kids. It is so flat. They have their phones taking pictures out the bus window of how flat it is. 
<laughs> so Corey, your point is completely baseless because I have firsthand knowledge of those same plains. No, they have flatlands. We have prairies. You call it what you want, but I, I saw North Dakota kids taking pictures out of the bus window of nothing. I also have heard that advertisement, Corey, and I've mentioned it to Kyle because I said, my FBI guy in my phone deserves a raise because he's working overtime. Yeah. Like he's, he really, the, the stuff that comes up, I'm like, that's not coincidental. Yeah. We, we talked um, about Saskatchewan. Yeah. Right. Ironically, I cleaned my gutters at the same time. And all of a sudden now uh, all my YouTube videos are giving me gutter cover advertisements. So I must have said a lot of things about gutters while I was up there cleaning. Yeah. Them. I don't even know that you have to say it out loud anymore. You just think it and just, your phone knows. I swear that happens. I, I, swear, I, said, I only thought this and here we are. Yeah. Garbage. <laughs> That's weird. Um, <clears throat> probably should have called Andrews Construction Services to fix those gutters. Yeah, that's right. Construction, we're building something here. <laughs> um, I'd like to have a little educational part of this program. Ooh, right? I know, <laughs> but we're not the government. This is not NPR, this is not PBS because I don't recognize any form of government. So, this is just <laughs> person to person, Are you a sovereign citizen. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, basically, yeah. Anytime you come over, your I should really check your passport because I'm. I've always wanted to know one. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to have a little discussion on how to correctly pronounce Saskatchewan. You need to drop a lot of syllables. Okay. Corey's hitting every syllable on the way through. I know Corey likes to hit the buttons. That's what I hear. But I'm we're an gonna, alliterator. We're just going to, we're, we're going to drop the A and the S. Saskatchewan. Which? Saskatchewan? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, you can okay. right. you can try to dress it up all you want. It's still Canada. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kyle. Hey, With lipstick, a on, country, lipstick on I, a pig, it's still yeah, a pig. Yeah. Saskatchewan. Right. No, I want to. I'm here closer. for a reason. You're not hurting my feelings. But we I'm are a taking closer, a dad's So trip. I love local dialect. Like I like to pretend like I belong. So I'm gonna put that in my pocket, and then um, that was Matt. Matt lived down in Arizona in what I called Prescott Valley. It's not it's Prescott yeah. Valley. Yeah. So now I say it like I belonged there, which I didn't. Yeah. But um, reminds, yeah. Kyle, th this reminds me of the How I Met Your Mother episode where uh, Marshall and Lily move into Dowsbury Trepla. Did you guys ever see that show? I only no, I, I, no okay. I only read books, Corey. That's fine. I do not read any books. As it's very evident. I do not know how to read. Uh, it would be a nice thing for me. But they move into Corey, uh, they... Maybe we get UND School of Law to sponsor the podcast since you're giving a real good shout out. <laughs> they have audiobooks and cliff notes. Um, they move into this upscale area called Dowsby Treplo and they ask we've never heard of well obviously you're from new york you've heard of dowsby tripla and they're like, oh yes of course and they buy this place and then one day on wednesday they they come to the house and they smell and it smells horrible outside and they realize dowsby tripla is just a shortened wind of downwind from the sewage treatment facility <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're trying to do with saskatchewan right now kyle you cannot put lipstick yep. on that pig Here's the thing. You cannot uh, polish a turd, Kyle. Can't it's do it. a third world country. I can get, I could take the dad there. We could have, Kelly, you could probably come too if everybody's cool. We'll, we'll take a vote. Uh, yeah, we can have a pretty fun time in Regina. 
Sorry. Yes, you, we would. I've never got... been, and it's my favorite city in Canada. So that makes no sense, but we could remedy that. Yeah, you guys go ahead. Try to pick up a turd from the clean end. I'll just watch how it goes. I think I told you, Kelly. I've got sixty dollars and five dollar chips to casino. Okay, I'm just, so that was my next question: Is there a casino <laughs> there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I once Dang. won forty dollars on a horse race game. Nice. It yeah. was it the one with like the little plastic horses inside that actually little plastic horses around? you get on a horse, and I won forty bucks, and I was pretty, pretty chill. Yeah. Yeah. I um. I wish I could say that I could walk away like that. Um, I I do like to, um, you know, financially embarrass myself before I admit defeat and walk out those doors. But I'm not a quitter. Here's so. the deal. I'll spot you the 60 bucks. If you turn it into more money, great. If not, that's okay. Uh, if you do win, we're going to go to Sparky's Pizza. Okay. Uh, and to paraphrase uh, Slapshot, I blanked the barmaid once. Um <laughs> They also have the best pizza in Saskatchewan. Derek, if you're listening, he, uh, that in there. <laughs> to embarrass, well, she had pants that tied up. They laced up the sides. How am I going to turn that down? That's true. Do you remember her name? Yes. Uh, <laughs> off air, Kelly, I have to tell you a very, very, actually, maybe I'll tell Matt first and then he'll let me know if I can tell you. Okay. Okay. All right. That's um, fine. Corey. You're also in this podcast. I'll tell you too. I'll leave a note in your mailbox. I'm here. To a Mick Golden. Um, so no, anyway, you can turn that 60 even to a 120, then we'll own Regina. All right. Oh. Corey, you had a number of other uh, hockey-related things to discuss. I to be honest. <laughs> I may have to go to the show liner notes, Kyle, just to uh, remind. Oh, yes. Uh Okay, this one's for Kelly. All right, Kelly, you—you, you, uh, it's the third game in one day. Rare, but it's happened before. It does. It's an evening game, and you have to have a drink inside the rink. It's been a long weekend. Yeti Cup or Stanley Cup? Um, for me, okay, I I'm gonna go Stanley. Um, but I'm one of those like posers that like I do things like I wear Carhartt hats but I don't work outside um so like again I'll drink out of a Stanley mug but I'm not a plumber you know because like I remember when Stanley thermoses were you know like so these kids like they're not understanding who who crawled so they could walk you know yes. what I mean like it so I I always go back to the more seasoned brand. nothing will like Yeti but I'm gonna go with the Stanley because it's a it's a classic in my mind. Plus, you know, there's really pretty colors. So, um, and that's yeah, I'm I'm enough of a girl to admit that that does impact my decision more. So they they go for a little bit a little bit more uh, fanciness than the uh, the Yeti cup. So it's gonna it's gonna be a Stanley for me. And also because I just I don't um I don't accept the fact that I'm 36. I still think that I'm very much with the kids, uh, the lingo, the, you know, the Stanley stuff like that. Uh, cause I'm a cool mom. 36. So. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. remember my first beer too. Kelly, anyways, what's, <laughs> what was, what's in that Stanley cup? What, what you drinking on that third game? Probably. Okay. I was introduced by Andrea Reynolds and then followed up at the Cozier's to a little thing called mom water. And it's alcoholic water with a little bit of flavoring in it. Now, to be fair, 
I had a couple mom waters at the Cozier's on Monday night. And then Tuesday, I was actually hung over at work, which is obscene. I felt like I was like 14. Um, but it that might be my new fave because you can do a lot of damage with those mom waters. So it, it might be a mom. It's kind of been my recent favorite because like you can only do so much wine. Wine gets a little. Ugh. So probably a mom water, specifically I... the Linda. So yeah, so two two points. One, I have a uh, now vintage Stanley mug that I got from my uncle's house when I was cleaning. Uh, that's the same uncle that had the mirrored ceilings and a still at his farm. Um, so again, that, I think that to to be fair, I'm pretty sure that Stanley mug is older than Kelly. So we'll okay. um, we'll show that. Um, I'll take it though because I think bring that's that cool out. stuff. And I am going to drop off a mom water along taped to a Mick Golden. Um, and then Corey and his lovely bride can have a date. They can two straws, one Mick Golden, one mom water. Yep, get her Linda. Karen's okay. It's Kyle. not great, but Linda's good. Kyle, who hurt you? <laughs> oh man, you want a list? <laughs> what happened in your life that you want to pass on the misery that you pass on some days? That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> I'm just an organizer. I'm I just like to be the straw you know i'm not uh i've sort of accepted that i'm the guy that just sort of makes a few things happen also the catalyst with that i will uh i will ask uh i did not get an invite on monday night to drink whatever water you guys are drinking this was the volleyball wine. this was volleyball Corey. you got to uh, get on the volleyball team okay we will also not invited <laughs> we will hold tryouts Corey. okay it's just you you know i mean it's kyle we're just dealing with that like Everybody was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be on the volleyball team. And like now we made the volleyball team cool and everybody's thirsty uh, to be on the volleyball yeah. team. Hey, uh, who, who wouldn't want a 5'10 guy in an extra medium shirt? I mean, <laughs> I'm, that, that screams volleyball player, doesn't it? To, yeah, to make this a volleyball podcast very briefly, uh, we didn't win. We did pretty well. We had a lot of first time volleyball players. Yeah. And I was pretty pleased with the results. Um, and some of these people got to see Amanda, my wife, play volleyball for the first time. Yeah. I'm, was uh, she North Dakota nice? This, oh, part, pardon me? She was North Dakota what, nice. Was she North Dakota nice? Or did she no, oh, she was mad that she had to play. Okay. I do love, though, about Amanda. I love that Amanda will make a disclosure that her blog is North Dakota nice because she writes about nice people but that doesn't mean she's nice. And I love that right. disclosure, yeah. which is also totally not true because she might be one of the nicest people that you will ever meet. So she's, that's a, it's a, it's a false disclosure, but I do like that she makes it. Ooh, that, I, that brings me to a hard left turn. So I was in Wapaton. <laughs> what is that? It's my uh, MVP trophy from 1993 when Kelly was, were you born yet? Were you years old, born, Kelly? Yeah. I was born, so I was born in '87. That would have made me six. Yeah. So while while you were doing whatever you're coloring, gluing your hand to your face, Play I was with doing trophies, Kelly. Yeah. No big deal. Damn, that's amazing. Madville Regional High School Tournament, most valuable player volleyball. Uh, the so people can't see this obviously, but the gentleman featured in the trophy is serving underhand, which is a a bit of a dig 
Oh, I see what you did there, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> volleyball. <laughs> Not everybody can be a volleyball comedian. That might be my yeah. deal. You know, with Gallagher with smash watermelons. I'll be the world's only volleyball comedian. You know what I mean? All right. It's I'll a set, but sometimes if another good comedian's there, I might get bumped. <laughs> see, these jokes write themselves, guys. Wow. Wow. I'll Maybe be so famous that a lot of ladies will try and court me. <laughs> Okay, that's that's ubiquitous. Show with me their sorry knee pads. Oh, Hard left turn where I was going. So yeah. sorry, Corey. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no. This I trust me. I cared a lot about you. Won some crappy volleyball award. It was meant a lot to me. I um, have more. I'm sure you do. Oh, yeah. I, I have a participation trophy from high school bowling too. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we're in Wapaton for my son's baseball tournament. Yeah, just, you, no one can see this podcast, Kyle. You can Doesn't show that all you want. And we went to a coffee rest, uh, shop in Williston because they don't have anything, not Williston, Wapaton. They don't oh, have any, like name brand stuff in Wapaton. You know, it's anything in North Dakota that starts with a W isn't a good state. And you flip it up upside down, it's an M, also sucks. Um, and <laughs> they have on their board all the coffee drinks, the Italian sodas, usual stuff you get at a small town coffee shop. And they have a special K bar offered. And I think, sounds delicious. I'll have a cup of coffee and a special K-Bar. They give me the special K-Bar. It is not a special K-Bar. It is a scotcheroo. Oh, a man. Yeah, and then we engaged in, a, in a, uh, a tussle about what they were selling in false advertising. Yeah. So, Kyle, uh, if you ever go to the Dakota Coffee Shop down in, in Wapaton, you may not want to reference the difference between Scotch Roos and Special hey, K bars. Fair point. Fair point. Now, um, that that's a wonderful segue. Uh, one of the other topics I wanted to cover is you're having a team potluck in a hotel lobby. You can't bring liquor and you can't bring chips and you can't bring Gatorade or juice boxes. Sorry, Jesse Nicola. <laughs> what is your go-to dish knowing you're going to have to cook this probably on a coffee maker up in your room? I introduced you to, well, I have two, I have two go-tos, two. Kyle got introduced to the one, Corey, you probably are familiar with this. If not, I will make you some, but buffalo chicken dip. Oh, it's yeah. It's a Midwest staple. Yes. Um, It's just good. All right. But it's, there's no way you could really mess it up because it's like chicken, ranch, cheese, cream cheese, and Frank's Red Hot. So, I mean, there's not a, there's not a, you're not going to go anywhere wrong with, with those combinations. Also though, if I'm, if I'm really looking to dazzle monster cookies, but you run into a little problem with all of the damn peanut allergies. So you gotta, you gotta pick your crowd with the monster cookies. That's natural selection. I don't care what you say. Right. Kyle, thank you. I get a lot of looks when I make the point. Um, If a peanut can take you out of the game, should you have uh, ever been in the game? Something's yeah. going to get you anyways. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a fair, it's just a question. I feel the same way about gluten. I have um, siblings that are gluten intolerant, and I'll say that. If gluten can take you out of the game, did you ever really deserve to be in the game? Right. Grow up, you know? Kyle, you go ahead. <laughs> um, I, I am not going to discuss a dish. I am going to use this as confession time. Uh, uh, you buy your stuff at you Hugo's. So you, you're going to appreciate this. Uh, Kelly did bring um, that wonderful buffalo chicken dip over. Um, we have uh, the weirdest volleyball team ever where it's a bunch of parents and then our nanny. 
Yes. Uh, who the hot nanny volleyball. joins us. She's the best. The best. Uh, yeah, she came... volleyball and being a hot nanny. I wasn't invited, nor do I get to hang with a hot nanny. It just gets worse <laughs> for Corey every minute. Lovely person. Uh, happy to have her around. And she has the nerve to be sweet and wonderful. Just nice, on top of it, I know. Just an A-plus a person. She is. I know. Um, I'll take things that have never been said about me in my life. He's an A-plus <laughs> person. <laughs> Uh, I'll have to have a C minus. Solid. Kyle, I'm not good for for everyone, but I'm good for some. Right? I, I'm <laughs> not for everybody either. It's fine. Um, came the next day um, to watch our watch our kids, and uh, said, "Hey, that was a that was a fun party." I said, "Yeah, wasn't the food really good?" She's like, "Is there any of that chicken dip left?" Huh. I lied. So I have it. <laughs> no, hiding. sorry. It's mine. Sorry. Yeah, I think Kelly took it home with her. So yeah. 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 So she Kelly pulled up a classic. Like, so I'm gonna have to go classic here. Sorry. Yeah. I I've not received my penance. What do I need to do, Kelly? Well, I understand. I don't want to go to hell with the unwed mothers and Democrats. So what do I need to do? <laughs> well, we just got well, political. Great. Thanks. I was Kyle. gonna say Sorry. we just have another party. And we make more buffalo chicken dip. And then we'll get Emily some so, that she can take with her. We'll get her a to-go box. No Hail Marys. Uh, you know, uh, no, you know, you know, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, I guess I, I, I was just going to say three Hail Marys and our father and glory be, and you should just be fine. You know, I, I have a St. Michael, the Archangel um, statue in my office. Does that cover me? Oh, for sure. And a rosary. Yeah, you're good. All right. You're good. Yeah. What don't you have in your office? I have literally everything. Well, he does have a volleyball trophy. So I have a very old toy from Poland. I have a curling rock. I have flags from America and Saskatchewan. <laughs> from Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. I have a uh, first ever ticket to the Robeson Arena at Colorado College. I have my grandpa's uh, sergeant stripes from World War II. I have his helmet from World War II. I have a really weird picture of an old French lady. I have Gordy Howe's book autographed. Nope. I feel that like you turned. skipped. Yeah, you skipped over that last one. A really Why? old weird French lady. Yeah, yeah. Talk a about. human hand in a jar. Uh, yeah. my grandpa's helmet. Yeah. I have an autograph. This is the hockey. He's just podcast. gonna keep going, Kelly. He's not just gonna explain right it. Along. Nope. I have an autographed Essatikinen hockey card. I have, I have a. I have a non-autographed uh, hockey card from when Jason Ulmer played over in Europe. He won't. He, he will not autograph it. He I won't. bought it on Amazon during COVID. He will not sign it. I'll ask him. He's gonna sign it. All right, we're gonna make him. Good. It's it's I have my wife's senior picture on the wall just because she hates it. <laughs> I framed. I printed it out. I framed it. I put it on my wall. And there it is. Yeah. All right, oh. Kyle. So you don't have anything special you bring. Uh, I am just going to, um, spit on Kelly's monster cookies and say, these are not good guys. And then take him to my room. Okay. <laughs> these are terrible. You guys don't want <laughs> Gross. You people might have peanut allergies, you monster. <laughs> yeah. You guys all have peanut allergies. Yeah. By the way, monster cookies are the best cookies. The best. Just the best. They um, really, really are. I'm bringing that Midwestern classic, Midwestern sushi, or doggy ears, or whatever oh. you want to call them. They are 
pickles with cream cheese, dried beef rolled up and cut into slices. No business being good. Yeah. And they're very good. good. Choice. Delicious. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Why are they good? I don't know, but they're amazing. I'm going to amend my answer, if if I might. Okay. I'm going to bring... Again, there's a hypothetical involved here. We're, we're in a hotel. There's a Canadian team um, also in the hotel sharing the lobby with us. I'm going to bring plastic forks, plastic straws in plastic bags. We're going to use one or two of them. We're going to throw them in the garbage and not even think twice about it while those jerks are using paper everything. Enjoy your cardboard straw. Yeah. yeah. Jerks. As it yep. disintegrates slowly while you're trying to drink your now mushy beer. Which well, my truck's your... running in the driveway. As a nice transition, <laughs> this Natty Daddy tastes like three mushy straws in the middle of Did the you beer. finish that, Corey? I was, I was no. trying to interject earlier. You took I'm, a long swig. I'm like, good for you. I'm working. I'm, I'm a quarter. I'm a, I got a quarter left. and uh, Just plug I'm... your nose and then just drink the rest. That doesn't I... work by the way but it does make you feel like you're doing something i yeah. feel like i'm gonna clean my insides out with this it's like i'm drinking a pipe cleaner i like can ride water. my bike to your house in three minutes so if you need one let me know like Great. the water that's been sitting inside of a water gun that you left in the garage for a Ooh. whole summer and yeah that's yeah. it that, like gas station picture. really well done it really does it paints a thing and yet we all know like because every kid why you did that you know yeah. like oh, it's been sitting here a while better spray it right in my mouth you know and and also nobody take that and run away. nope nothing I, got... I, I see that comment taking a real real hard i you know if You're i was so a thousand after, monkeys, okay, I'm allowed. a thousand typewriters with a thousand years i don't even think i could come up with a joke there so right don't let it slide right. i also and i will do it myself that joke she there said, yeah. all right i did it myself also funny <laughs> and that's what she said yeah um <laughs> at one time when i pitched this podcast to the fine people at pull tap sports i i presented to them an idea of about you know a 30 to 45 minute podcast with hockey parents talking about maybe some current events hockey wise but mostly just kind of focused on the hockey parent experience we're now again at the uh 75 to 80 minute mark Oof. so i think Sorry. let's do this lots of material for editing all right i better right. do this yeah she's yeah she can sit out on the deck have a couple of mom waters or one one mom water because i have to take one to Corey's nice wife um Worth thank it. you for that she is a nice person i don't know she what is she's a really nice person. <laughs> however, <laughs> she's a person however however i do take umbrage with the fact she get this kelly she will not let Corey wear flannel Fair point. Right? That's, That's true. Does that? It's a weird line to draw, but sometimes you have to. You know? I think Corey can pull flannel off. Oh, I think so do. Two episodes ago, we all had a deal where, like, let's say something positive about Minot. Let's say something positive about Corey. Wow. Right. Wow. I, I think you can pull flannel I'm touched. off. I'm touched. I'm touched. Yeah. Just I like, agree. Just I like think... being one of my cousins at my reunion. They're touched. <laughs> um, Corey is a good guy because he knows when to listen to women um i introduced him to the magic of shout wipes he doubted me and it paid off because we there was a coffee spilling incident and in, i believe hudson wisconsin of all places and yes. i said Corey, you stick with me and i'm going to give you useless facts that don't make anyone money 
and we'll rule the world together. So um, he knows he's a man that knows when to listen. Hudson, Wisconsin is home to one of our uh, sister or brother podcasts, the Lucky Guys Distillery. Don't go there, Kyle. Don't I'm, go I'm there. You've I'm already brought this up multiple times. I, those gentlemen did a real awesome podcast on the importance of ice. Uh, it's on the Pull Tab Network. Pull, hey, I know it sounds crazy. It was it was good stuff. Yep. Ice. It's controversial, but you know sometimes you got to take those topics and uh, really and pick it apart, lean into it. So yep. um, we have a very uh, you know Northern Plains slash Midwestern slash Canadian Prairies habit of starting our goodbyes five minutes before it actually happens. So I'm going to start on that. So we'll have sort of the, do, the, do, no, do, you know what? My grandma's French. I grew up speaking French. De Numont starting now. De Bonjour, dude. Kelly, don't steal my material. I have very little. It's now mine. I've taken it, copyrighted, and I own it To be fair, you told me it was yours at the time. and Yep. I stole it. And now I own it. Fair and square. Yeah, I like it. You it's finished the Natty Daddy? Daddy? I finished the Natty Daddy. I've already told you how I feel about it. I now feel worse having drank it. <laughs> it's just, I have regrets. That's all I'm I can say about this Proud of you for not being beer. a quitter, though. Yeah, I have you. regrets. Yeah. So, um, does it make you feel any better knowing it's a beer that is exclusive, that nobody else or very few other people in North Dakota have one. I have regrets, Kyle. <laughs> hey, fair enough. Hey, uh, if you rewind the podcast, my last thing for tonight is if you rewind the podcast about 30 minutes, you can hear Ky uh, Kelly talk about how when children get burnt out, they get oversaturated. And I totally missed an opportunity to say like her bed sheets tonight full of wine. Full so, of our Italian wines. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss on that one before we say goodnight. Exactly. It's gone good so far, but I did drop the computer once already. So we are not done. Anything <laughs> possible. Yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. Totally fair. Um, I pitched during the week to Corey, uh, Corey and Kelly for that matter. Um, a very obscure topic for the podcast. Um, if anybody is a, I guess a little more, in depth or I, I'm going to say serious, but someone that like it gets into the nitty gritty of, of um, hockey stuff. One of the favorite things um, people, you know, hockey people on Twitter like to talk about are the weird names you see in Western Canada during the Western Hockey League draft. So this is a, it's a 14, 15 year old draft. There are often a lot of very, very out there names that are sort of ubiquitous in Western Canada. A lot of jaggers and daggers and, everything else in between. Um, and so an exercise I want to give everybody is the, and maybe we'll do this next time, but you have to pick one state and you have to rename your kids using only town names from a state. Okay. Okay. I, I like the homework assignment. Kyle, don't sleep on the too. fact that we've talked about a live broadcast happening at some point here in the next couple yeah. episodes. We can, we have the socials. We should put out, you know, request for fan questions and, and topics out there for anyone who follows our socials, which is yes. relatively seven people. Yeah. Right. Um, well, all, all of Kelly's sisters. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 
we have some of our guests, you know, Jonathan Holt follows now. I've got, yes. uh, you know, we actually have 77 followers on Instagram. Wow. Okay. Which is pretty good. Uh, for, more for, than newer, for a newer program. Uh, I think I'll start a Twitter account. But yeah, um, our our friend uh, Jamie Spurley sends a lot of good topic ideas, but we'll have to get some fan engagement. So I think uh, Sinbin's a good place to go. Um, yeah. I think we can invite people. We can invite people. I think we could uh, go to Harry's Steakhouse. Matt, if you're listening, not your Matt, the other Matt. <laughs> Hey, we're available anytime. Um, so we could do the, uh, yeah, the state name game. I'll do it. I'll be prepared. Of course, so he has right? to, yeah. Lean into I'm not going to cop out like, like right off the cuff. It's like, oh, Austin and Dallas, which I think people do all the time. Um, you know, but I'm going to be more creative than that. I'm gonna yeah, and your boys don't them. strike me as, you know, future male strippers. So you, you got to <laughs> reach out. You know what I mean? Oh. They're good boys. You know, they, they got their mother's, uh, rhythm and sense of balance so it's never going to happen for them yeah. so okay. you know my That's wife's fair. already threatening aspen just so you know be warned okay hey hey if, if your nice wife wants to get in on that kind of thing she needs to appear on screen <laughs> he Bring will do that oh in in flannel <laughs> no no flannel allowed <laughs> not me Ian household okay that hey that that's fair stuff too so um Unless there are any other pressing topics that people need to cover, uh, I think we can cut it for the week. We can come back in one week's time, talk about the uh, the Trudeau divorce, who he's now shacked up with. Right. Um, keep in mind, this won't be released for a couple of weeks. So we're not, you know, we are pretty pretty with it. It's just the, the release dates are attenuated, if you will. Exactly. Um, so give us a break. Oh, one other thing we do need to do. Um, episode five was cut off. Um, I froze up. Kelly and Corey had a likely a very, very highbrow discussion about Connor Bedard. So we're going to re-record seven minutes of good content. Okay. Uh, okay. at some point. Okay. And we'll add that in. <laughs> Corey and I discussed because when you did cut off, it goes recording ended. And yeah. you had sent a text that said, keep going. And Corey goes, I don't think we under misunderstood what recording is. <laughs> Perfect. Well, let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. Yeah. Let's keep these good vibes yeah. going. This is a hey, this is a new deal. Uh we're looking forward. Uh Pull Tap Sports is going to host an open house and hopefully we'll get some technical help. We can actually appear on video. I do have all the videos, so at some point we may re-release all the hits, recolorized. You know, I'll give myself a flock of seagulls haircut. Ain't nobody want to see my face live. Just let's keep this. To, I've got a radio face. Hey. Let's keep it to that. Face for radio. Yeah. Corey, you need to say something positive about Corey. That's the deal. Uh, Natty Daddy was gross. Saskatchewan sucks. And anything with an M or a W in this state is under and overrated all at the same time. Okay. Still too many syllables in Saskatchewan. <laughs> We'll get graphics with bullet points, have them pop yeah. up. <laughs> oh my gosh. The um, things that makes Corey <laughs> mad this week. <laughs> Point the whole way down. We've had a lot of Canadian content. Um, That's your fault. On, on, it, it is 100%. Um, second homework assignment. And Kelly, you may need this one as well. Um, okay. If you are on Twitter, you have to um, search a young lady by the name of Rachel Gilmore. Rachel Gilmore. Okay. Uh, G-I-L-M-O-R-E. Okay. Uh, she's a former journalist. Uh, she was let go in a, in a series of cuts. 
Um, she still does news, which she releases by herself on Twitter, which are in the form of TikToks with a very thick Valley Girl accent with one um, headphone like dangling. And they are so good to watch. And I think, Kelly, now that uh, so my wife appears on a news program once a week, I think you need to do the North Dakota version. If okay. you can spice up that North Dakota accent. Oh, I can. And I, as I explained to your wife, it gets worse when I drink. So yeah. can you say something like corn futures are up today? <laughs> corn futures are up today. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, uh, there it is. Perfect. Pretty Perfect. wild. Yeah. Go. Well, and just the word North Dakota itself, when I say it, it like my soul dies a little bit because there's no way I can disguise it. So yeah, that's fair. Hey, I get it. So uh, that's your homework assignment. I'm looking forward to hearing more about it. Yep. Um, and then I think uh, one more shout out, not only to Pull Tab Sports, we appreciate it. Uh, a couple really nice people there are very helpful with all uh, all the work we do, but also to Andrews Construction for all your residential and commercial needs. Good people, good work. Andrews Construction, we're building something here. Right. Guys, we'll see you next week. Okay, good night, guys. Rory, check your mailbox tomorrow. I will hope <laughs> for the best, but I expect the worst. <laughs> Good night, all. Oh.